Hi everyone, this is Mark and welcome to the episode of the Mark Hastings Experience. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about one of my favourite films. Um, I'm also going to be talking about one of my favourite literary characters. Um, and also uh, one of my favourite movie characters, I guess you could say. And first of all, I just want to explain that um, I have had an affinity for one of my favourite literary characters for a very long time. Um, in my entire life, you could say. Since I was a boy. Um, and I began watching, uh, whether it was the um, the animated um, version of the character. Or whether it was, as I said, in... Uh, in literature, um, reading their their story, the story of a boy who can fly, a boy um, who can never grow up, and of course uh, the character that I'm referring to um, is the one and only Peter Pan, uh, who is a fictional character that was created by the Scottish novelist and playwright J.M. Barry, um, who um, first appeared in J.M. Barry's um, novel, The Little White Bird, um, which was published in um, 1902. And um, there are several uh, different um, chapters within that book, um, and it... Um, Basically tells um, the the story of of London, um, um, and it revolves around um, um, a very beautiful uh, place in London by the name of Kensington Gardens, and in fact, Peter Pan um, um, was introduced. Um, in the the middle chapters of um, of that book, um, the little white bird. Um, in the chapters called uh, Peter Pan in Kensington Gardens, which um, set in London's famous Kensington Gardens, um, and it is an absolutely beautiful place and. As I say, I've always had an affinity with the the character um, of Peter Pan. So much so that um, I um, titled my third um, poetry collection, The Eternal Boy, um, in reference and in tribute to the eternal boy that is um, Peter Pan, um, the boy who never grows up. Um, the, the, the boy who, um, is able to go on all of these amazing adventures, who lives in a mythical world, uh, an island called Neverland, um, who is the, the leader of the, the Lost Boys, 
who gets to interact with fairies, pirates, mermaids, Native Americans, and basically just has the, the time of his life. And of course, the the character of Peter Pan um, symbolizes um, the uh, the symbolizes the um, the youth or the 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 uh, the ability to continue to um, enjoy the the fruits of life um, and to to never stop um, looking for adventure and um, seeking out new discoveries and um, yeah and I suppose that description uh, kind of um, describes me in fact um, perhaps you could say that I've modeled my uh, my life on that of the character of Peter Pan um, even though that would have to have been uh, subconsciously but I'm someone who like Peter Pan likes to go off and on adventures and um, do things see things um, meet people um, so I always thought that the the uh, the title the description the eternal boy was an apt way to describe not only Peter Pan but also myself um, and over the years I have as I said, uh, read the, um, the story of Peter Pan. Um, most prominently, um, Peter Pan. Um, Peter Pan's story was um, was seen uh, on stage in the 1904 play um, um, entitled uh, "Peter Pan or the Boy Who Wouldn't Grow Up," or simply "Peter and Wendy." Um, or within the 1911 uh, novel, uh, Peter and Wendy, uh, when we got introduced to um, uh, Peter Pan um, once again, uh, we also got introduced to um, the character of Wendy Darling, and also the, the Darling family, um, including John Darling, and Michael Darling, and um um nana which is the newfoundland dog um uh of the the darling family um we also got introduced to the lost boys um including the characters toodles nibs slightly curly the twins um also the inhabitants of neverland including um tiger lily um tinkerbell Captain James Hook, uh, Mr. Smee, um, and of course the uh, the, the crocodile, uh, who is of course um, the the nemesis of um, the one and only uh, Captain James Hook. Um, so yeah, I've I've read the I've watched um, all kinds of movies. Um, that have portrayed the character over the years. I've read the story. Uh, I've even seen a, a stage play of Peter Pan, which was um, wonderful, in fact, to see. Um, and I am also a fan of the film that I'm talking about today, which, of course, is the 1991 
American fantasy swashbuckler adventure film, as it's described, Hook, which was directed by Steven Spielberg and stars the one and only Robin Williams, Dustin Hoffman, Julia Roberts, Bob Hoskins and Maggie Smith. And Hook acts as a sequel to J.M. Barry's um, 1911 novel, Peter and Wendy. And the film, which I remember when it came out at the time, when it came out I was, what, 10 years old. But I remember, remember it at the time fondly. But as I've got older, I think I understand the film more now. And I think I love the film more now than I did when I was a kid. And why is that? Well, the story of the film focuses on Peter Pan. Um, but he, when we first meet him, uh, he is no longer Peter Pan. Um, he's now living under the name of Peter Banning. Um, and he's played by Robin Williams in the film, which is um, which an absolutely incredible performance, which I absolutely love. And I think it's one of Robin Williams's most amazing performances i mean he's one of my he is my favorite actor of all time i have to say that and uh, watching him in hook or any of his roles film roles um now especially after his untimely death is just heartbreaking because he was so amazing and so talented and he's so sadly missed and you know, when I see him in films like uh, Mrs. Doubtfire or Bicentennial Man or Hook uh, or in one of my favourite films, uh, Good Morning Vietnam, you know, it really does uh, bring home how much of a loss uh, his death is to all of us. But um, he's, the memory of Robin Williams as an incredible actor, an incredible person, will live on in his amazing film roles and one of his amazing film roles is of course as Peter Pan in Hook but as I said uh, when we first meet um, Robin Williams's character in Hook his name is Peter Banning um, we find out that uh, Peter Pan his life as Peter Pan he's, has long been forgotten he's now a um, successful but a very unimaginative workaholic lawyer uh, he now has a a wife uh, two children and um, he's living in San Francisco and he is dis you know he's very he's got children now but he doesn't pay that much attention to them um, he um, is. He promises his son that uh, Jack um, that he, he will attend um, his baseball games, but um, he's missed um, every um, every game. And now the it's um, the the last game of the season is approaching, and um, um, Peter. Banning has promised Jack that he will um, he will attend the game, um, 
but um, he is so uh, caught up in his um, his um, lawyer lawyer firm that um, he by the time he reaches the baseball game it is over and um, you know this is something that really hurts uh, his uh, his son Jack because um, you know he's his son loves him, but he, he, it's just as if Peter doesn't have time for his children. Um, and um, following this, um, he uh, Peter flies um, with his family uh, to London to visit uh, his wife's uh, grandmother. Um, and Peter is now... Married to um, the character of uh, Moira, uh, Dar- uh, Moira Banning, I should say, uh, who's played by Caroline Goodall, um, and um, Peter and Moira's children um, are um, Jack um, Banning and um, Maggie Banning. Um, and the the grandmother um and Moira's grandmother that they are flying to london to to meet is the one and only as they call them wendy uh, granny wendy um but who is the 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 same character that we we know from the peter pan story uh that being wendy darling who was the girl that um, Peter visited originally uh, within the story of um, Peter and Wendy. Um, and um, it's implied in the, in the, the, the play, uh, as well as the novel, uh, that she's uh, about 12 or 13 years old um, when, um, when Peter... Firstly, meets her when he arrives at her bedroom window, and he uh, he's chasing his own shadow. Um, and it is after this that uh, when Wendy and uh, her brothers uh, awaken, that they go on this um, amazing adventure, um, and they go they fly to Neverland, and they have um, their adventures with uh, the Lost Boys and uh, Captain Hook and. Uh, all of the, the 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 same stories, the same adventures that we we already know from the story of Peter Pan. Um, but when we meet Wendy now, um, she um, is now a much older woman. Um, she has grown up, just as Peter has grown up, because uh, when Peter um um first met uh Wendy they were more or less the, the same age but um Peter um as i say he has forgotten who he is um it's revealed later on in the film that uh Peter after their adventures in um Peter and Wendy uh Peter kept returning um to wendy and they had further adventures 
and uh, they returned to Neverland over and over again. But after every successive visit, um, Wendy grew older, whereas Peter stayed the same. He stayed eternally young. Um, and then one night, um, when Peter came to visit um, Wendy, who was now uh, much older and was now a, a mother of her own child, as well as a um, a grandmother uh, to um, to Moira, darling. Um, Peter uh, became entranced um, by Moira, and he was warned by Wendy to not um, to not kiss Moira as he wanted to do as she was sleeping, um, and he fell in love with Moira, and as a result of this, he decided to to stay. In London, um, and because of the the time that he spent away from Neverland, he uh, ultimately began to grow old. And now, when we first meet him in the in the film, um, he is now a you know a, a middle aged man. He's obviously um, you know found. He's now living a normal life. He's now a lawyer. He must have gone to, you know, uh, law school, and he's um, he's had children, and he's you know he's left the left Neverland behind. He's left all of his friends, the Lost Boys, behind. He's forgotten who Captain Hook was, other than the fact that um, the the adventures of Wendy and Peter. Uh, to explain, were written down by uh, J.M. Barry, who was a um, a friend of the Darling family. And as Wendy um, explains, he used the stories that Wendy used to um, share with J.M. Barry um, as the basis for the the, the stories. The um, story that he told and the play that he created and it's um explained that they this was a real life adventures but it was they were portrayed as stories and jay and barry wrote them down and shared them with the world and now pete the entire world knows about uh peter pan um but they have no idea that it was it actually happened they think it was just a work of fiction created by um, this famous, well, novelist, famous novelist, playwright, um, J.M. Barry. Um, but Peter Pan was real, but he even he doesn't remember who he was, but Wendy remembers. And, you know, when she first sees Peter after all this time, she is standing at the, the top of the, um, the staircase uh, when they... When Peter, Moira and um, their children arrive at Wendy's house, the same house that Peter arrived at um, in the middle of the night when he was a, uh, still a young boy. And she um, 
she calls him boy hello boy she says um and um the main reason for peter being in london with his family is that they are due to attend a charity dinner in wendy's honor at the great ormond street hospital um and what i think is um a great um a great thing is that um apparently the uh, all of the um all of the um money that is accumulated from the sales of um um Peter Pan uh, or should I, should I say uh Peter and Peter and Wendy um automatically um go to uh um the uh the great ormond street hospital in fact um the the copyright status of the story of peter pan and its characters um has been disputed uh over the years um uh however in 1929 uh jay and barry gave the copyright uh to the works featuring peter pan to great ormond street hospital uh which is uh if you don't know uh, Britain's uh, leading children's hospital and he requested that the value of the gift should be should never be disclosed and this gift was confirmed in his will and um, <coughs> excuse me <coughs> Great Ormond Street Hospital has um, excised the uh, the rights internationally to help support the work of the uh, the institution so um yeah a lot of the um thing the the um accumulation um of the the royalties um have um have gone to um Great Ormond Street Hospital over the years which I think is a a wonderful um a wonderful wonderful thing and um yeah and you know, as someone, you know, just recently I went to London, and it was a dream of mine um, to visit the Peter Pan statue um, that stands in Kensington Gardens. And I've been to London many times, um, but I never had the um, the time um to to go to kensington gardens the place where peter pan um was inspired um and where um jm barry set um his story um peter pan in kensington gardens and uh you know i went to see i i went to kensington gardens in london and I sought out the the Peter Pan statue there, um, which was um, erected in 1912, um, and it was created by uh, George Frampton. And you know, when I when I saw it for the first time, um, I was absolutely blown away by it. Um, and there are, um, you know, six um, other um 
statues cast from the the same mold that uh, can be found all around the world um but you know when i when i saw that statue in in uh, kensington gardens um it was just an amazing um moment for me it was a, you know a life fulfilling moment actually um because i've had as i say i've always had this connection this affinity to the character of um of peter pan and um and yeah it was just a wonderful moment um but yeah so getting back to the the, the film hook um as i said um peter is uh he's still consumed by work uh he's constantly on his um mobile phone um back home he's uh, supposed to be closing a deal um his law firm is and he's constantly in contact with them so he's his his attention is um um distracted um away from his children and his wife um and uh he leaves them and in fact he you can see how much he's changed because um he tells his son jack uh that he he should they should always have the window closed the same window that he um arrived at which is always open uh when wendy was younger and that was the only reason that peter was able to get inside the the house when he did when he was younger um and yeah there is there is a lot of bad feeling there between peter and his son jack um because peter is just not he's not been there for his his children as much as he should have been he's been selfish he's been focused on his own his work and he's took his attention away from his family but um peter uh moira and wendy attend the charity dinner in wendy's honor at great ormond street hospital uh leaving wendy's old friend toodles which is also a character from um the, peter, the original peter pan story who is now um the same age as wendy um and and uh they they go to the the great ormond street hospital um peter gives a, a speech uh however while they're away um something happens and um peter's um children uh jack and um maggie are abducted from their bedrooms from their beds and they're taken away by an unknown assailant uh however when peter uh, moira and wendy return um to the house they discover that um, um, the children are missing and that a ransom note has been left by the one and only Captain James Hook um, telling Peter um, specifically uh, who has abducted his children and where they are and that he is invited to come and rescue them if he can. Um, but Peter doesn't remember who Captain Hook is, 
Um, so he does what any normal loving father uh, would do. Um, he calls the authorities, the, the police. Um, uh, one played by um, the great Phil Collins, which was something that I remember, I forgot uh, that he was in the film. Um, and they said that they'll investigate. But um, when they leave, uh, Wendy tells Peter that he the only way that uh, Jack and Maggie are going to be saved is that if Peter goes back to Neverland never Neverland and <clears throat> uh, Wendy explains that Peter Banning is really Peter Pan although over the years he's forgotten this fact and that all the the, the characters and the stories that were written about in the J.M. Barry um, novel and play were real and they were all about Peter um, but he refuses to believe her um, and he thinks she's you know senile perhaps and um, you know um, yeah <laughs> Maggie Smith does an, a wonderful job as um, as Wendy um, you know she she is you know the the she remembers everything you know and she would have continued to go on all these adventures with Peter but you know as she got older and in age and she 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 couldn't and that um was something that she she had to give up over the years and and of course so did Peter Peter decided to stay with Wendy um um but later on Peter is in the the nursery and uh he's looking at the the window the same window which he had closed earlier but which is now open um and he sees uh the light and he encounters um the character of Tinkerbell um who's played by Julia Roberts who explains tries to convince Peter once again that he really is Peter Pan um that he has to go back to Neverland to save his children um but again Peter doesn't believe uh Tinkerbell even though she is a fairy you know she's a, a pixie um but you know he just can't get his head around it but um he gets um knocked to the floor um and then uh Tinkerbell takes him and flies Peter back to Neverland um and then um drops him um into the um the haven of Captain Hook where he, uh he and his the rest of his pirates are all um um, gathered and this is where um, Jack and Maggie are being held by Captain James Hook um, until um, Peter arrives to save them because what um, Captain Hook wants is he wants another rematch with 
Peter Pan after all these years. In fact, he doesn't want just a rematch. He wants a war. He wants to wage war against Peter Pan. Um, however, Peter is no longer how um, Captain Hook remembered him. He's now more or less the same age as Captain Hook now. Um, um, and as soon as Peter sees his children are being held captive, uh, he rushes over to um, the character Smee, um, who's played by the late Bob Hoskins, uh, and over to, to Hook, um, who's played by uh, the great Dustin Hoffman. And he really does... He and he doesn't just he doesn't steal the entire film, you know. It's but he he does have a very prominent role in the film. Even you know that the film is called Hook after all. Um, but um, yeah, there there was a great uh, back and forth between Dustin Hoffman and Robin Williams um, that is just um, delightful and wonderful to see. Um, but Hook is a little disappointed now because Peter is now older. Uh, he's now more softer. He's weaker. Um, and he challenges Peter to fly so that he can... If, if he can fly and rescue his children, then, you know, um, he, can, he can take them. But um, Peter can't. He's forgotten. He doesn't know how to anymore. He doesn't remember that he was Peter Pan. He doesn't know what it means to be Peter Pan. He, you know, all of that is a, a distant memory. Uh, but Hook says that if he can't, then he's going to execute Peter and his children. Um, um, and when Peter can't do this, um, and he's due to be executed... This is when uh, Tinkerbell um, comes forth and he manages to persuade Captain Hook to release Peter. Uh, and if he does so, she promises to train him for the next three days and make him ready for battle so that uh, Captain James Hook can have his war against Peter. Uh, but unfortunately, um, Peter gets knocked overboard by one of the pirates um, and falls into the water. Uh, but luckily for him, he's saved by some um, Neverland mermaids. Um, um, and then he is eventually um, uh, rescued from the water and taken to the um to where the, the lost boys um live um um but unfortunately for for peter they um they don't recognize him they you know they they have a great distrust for um adults um because they believe that they break promises and they um they give children away and um and they are now also um being led by someone else other than peter and they're being led by the um, the character of uh rufio 
um, who is played by uh, Dante Basco. And um, he is completely the opposite of Peter. He um, wears black and red. Um, he has a, a mohawk, red and black mohawk. Um, and, you know, he has obviously been a great leader to the Lost Boys, but he is um, hes nothing like Peter. He can't fly. He can fight, but, you know, and he has a, a big mouth. But, um, yeah, he's, he's nothing. He's taken on the role of the Pan, but he's not Peter Pan. Um, and because Peter is not as he was remembered to be, he is mocked by the Lost Boys at first. Um... And um, he's trained by them, but, you know, he's not used to this because he, he sees it as hard work. Um, he still wears the, the dinner suit that he was wearing um, when he returned back to the Darling house after discovering that his children are mi were missing. So he finds it incredibly hard to try and get back into um, the swing of being a lost boy or, or and just trying to find himself again but eventually um when they're sat down at a uh, dinner table there and they are imagining eating um food imaginary food uh eventually after um throwing insults back and forth at one another um between uh rufio and himself peter um after they engage in a food fight, imaginary food fight, um, Peter sees the imaginary food uh, for the first time, meaning that he has um, he has his imagination has been restored. He's able to see what is not there, but what he wants to be there, um, and this um, triggers him to remember. Who he who he is, who he was, and all the memories that he had, and um, he goes to to Tinkerbell and he tells her what happened. That he went, he continues to go back to visit Wendy over the years, but as she got older, and he continued to remain young, and eventually he fell in love with Wendy's. Um, granddaughter Moira and he decided to stay and unfortunately um, this led to his memories and his abilities to fade And um, but now he remembers who he is um, and while Peter is trying to rediscover himself Captain James Hook is um, attempting to sway the attention of Peter's children um, Jack and Maggie away from Peter and towards him and um, he uh, Smee suggests to Captain Hook that he attempt to manipulate um, Jack especially um, to in seeing him as a new father figure um, so because um, Jack's original father Peter is one who breaks promises, whereas uh, Captain Hook will be someone who will uh, be a man of his word. 
And to show this, um, Captain Hook um, has his pirates play a game of baseball, which is something that Jack isn't a fan of, and he um, um, is instrumental in um, advising Smee and the the pirates on how to play and what they need and so forth. Um, and when Peter goes uh, to try and attempt to steal Captain Hook's hook, he sees this game of baseball being played and um, he sees how much Jack is enjoying his time and how Hook treats him more of a, more like a son than, than he does. And this um, leaves Peter dismayed how he's treated Jack over the years and um Peter doesn't steal Hook's um silver hook. Um instead he returns to the Lost Boys camp. Um but this time he has this he's even more um um encouraged and determined to find a way to fly once again. Um, and, and find a way to rescue his children. Um, then, um, when he sees his shadow um, seemingly moving independently from him, something that um, he and his shadow used to do uh, when Peter was younger, when he was um, when he visited the the Darling family. Um, he Peter decides to follow his shadow, um, and by doing this, he eventually discovers the treehouse, the original treehouse um, seen in every adaptation of um, the the Peter Pan story, uh, where Wendy and her brothers once stayed um, the house that was built by the Lost Boys for Wendy. And when he gets inside, Peter discovers that um, Tinkerbell um, has her own, is still living within it. Um, but unfortunately, uh, the treehouse was burnt um, by Captain Hook um, years before when Captain Hook attempted to um, find out where Peter was. Um, and then Tinkerbell... Um, helps Peter remember um, how um, he got lost as a, an infant child back in the early 1900s um, because he um, as we see in the um, in the flashback that um, Peter heard his um, mother talking about what Peter would do when he grows older that he would go on to go to a, a wonderful school and he would become um, you know a lawyer and and so forth and that was the reason that Peter decided to to leave to, to run away um, but he was eventually discovered by Tinkerbell who um, took him back to Neverland um, um, and 
we see that Peter um, kept... He returned to his parents, or he attempted to return to his parents, but when he did, he saw that his parents had already had another child. Um, and um, after being um, saddened by this, he decided to fly away again um, and um, um, start the, the Lost Boys from um, other um, similar children to him who he, he found over the, over the years. Um, and he also recalls um, all of the frequent times that he visited Wendy after the the darlings returned to london after the the first adventure that they had um and this proceeded uh until wendy grew old and then peter fell in love with wendy's granddaughter moira chose to stay which led to him losing his memory and then being adopted by um the banning family uh which are an american couple and then he spent most of his time living in the United States, but also had a continued to have a connection with um, the Darling family, uh, with Wendy especially. Um, then um, Wendy, I'm uh, sorry. Then Tinkerbell um, tells Peter that in order to fly, um, he is going to have to think of. His happy thought. Because happy thoughts are what make you fly. Um, so Peter looks within. Um, and he recalls the the birth of his son Jack. Which is the strongest and the happiest thought that he can think of. Um, and it is because of this thought that uh, Peter is able to fly finally um and as soon as he knows that this is is the happiest of thoughts within him he knows that he can fly and from that moment on he um he knows who he is and he finally restores himself to being peter pan a, an adult version of peter pan but peter pan in every way shape and and form um and immediately he goes to the lost boys he's told the lost boys are um informed by tinkerbell immediately that pan is back um rufio of course not happy about this because if peter is back then he's the once again the leader of the lost boys and um but um, ultimately, Rufio um, takes his sword, which was once the sword of Peter Pan, um, and he returns it to Peter um, in reverence to him. Um, and then the Lost Boys celebrate the return of Peter. Um, and however, during the, that same night, Tinkerbell comes to Peter, um, makes her own wish, uh, which makes her um, into a fully grown woman instead of um, uh, the size of a pixie, which she normally would be. 
Um, and this is when Tinkerbell professes her love for Peter uh, and gives him a kiss on the lips. Um, but Peter, when um, Tinkerbell wants Peter to say that he loves her, Peter instead says that he loves Moira, his wife, and he also loves his family, uh, Jack and Maggie. And even though Tinkerbell is um, saddened by this because Peter doesn't reciprocate her feelings, she understands in a way and she is the first person to um, encourage Peter to go and save his children from uh, Captain Hook um, before it's too late. Um, so, um, just as um, it appears that Captain Hook has um, turned uh, Peter's son Jack to his side, in fact, Jack is dressed in the same red... Um, jacket and um um clothing um as captain hook um peter arrives at captain hook's um ship sailing ship um and he uh along with the the lost boys um announces himself to hook and says that he's there to rescue um, Maggie and um, and Jack. Um, and of course this is exactly what Captain Hook wanted the entire time. This is what he was promised by Tinkerbell. Um, um, and Peter is now ready to, to fight uh, and engage in this war that Captain Hook has been looking forward to. Um, so Peter fights against uh, the other pirates while um, uh, Captain Hook and uh, Jack look on. Um, they, they, there is a wonderful sword fight uh, aboard the ship. Um, um, but then Rufio um, decides to uh, engage in a duel with Hook. Uh, while Peter uh, flies off to save Maggie from one of the other um, pirates. Um, Peter uh, um, eventually um, saves his daughter Maggie, um, but then when he returns to um, assist Rufio in his duel against Captain Hook, he sees Captain Hook st stab and fatally wound Rufio, um, um, who in his last words in fact are that he wishes that he had a father like Peter and this is um, what gives Peter all the all that he needs to to fight against uh, Hook once again um, and all the while they are fighting Jack looks at Peter and even asks Captain Hook at one point do I know him because it appears that the the further away and the, the the more time that he spends away from his father the more that he's beginning to forget that his father is his father 
Um, but eventually Jack comes to realise that Peter Pan is his father, Peter Banning. And um, eventually they reconcile with one another. Um, but just as Peter um, appears to have won the battle, he's won back the heart and the love of his son, Jack, and um, he's preparing to leave with his daughter, Maggie. Um, Captain Hook taunts um, Peter uh, into returning and once again re restarting the duel between them, um, which ultimately leads them to um, a, uh, a taxidermied uh, crocodile, the um the same crocodile um that um peter uh had uh, originally um fed the um the hook the hand of captain hook to um and um in the the original um story and in the the the, the, the original movie adaptations of Peter Pan and Peter and Wendy, we saw that um, the nemesis of Captain Hook, other than Peter Pan, was this crocodile that um, you could hear before you saw because he um, he swallowed this clock so that um, when they approached, you could hear the tick-tock, 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 which is the reason why Captain Hook in the, in the film has this great distaste for clocks and every time he finds a watch or a clock or anything like that he breaks them um and in fact um jack banning has his father's watch uh peter's watch which is the watch that he left with jack before peter left to go to the great ormond street hospital to give his speech and jack takes this same watch with him to neverland and um Captain Hook um, uh, asks Jack to smash it with a hammer um, as a, a symbol of his defiance and how he doesn't care about his father again. And Captain Hook has this museum of broken clocks. Um, but anyway, so getting back to um, the duel between Peter and Captain Hook, they find themselves at the, this taxidermied crocodile um which uh when it is broken into appears to um have become reanimated the the corpse starts to move as if uh as if it's come back to life and um eventually um um the the crocodile falls down upon captain hook who has now been humiliated by um, by Peter, um, and when the crocodile falls on Captain Hook, he appears to have disappeared um, to um, who knows where. But um, that um, that um, is not um, lingered on for too long, uh, because uh, Peter and the Lost Boys. Um, just celebrate now that um, Captain Hook appears to be gone and that the, the fight has been won and that now Peter 
is free um, to return home to London um, with his family. Um, um, but before Peter leaves, um, he asks Tinkerbell to take Jack and Maggie uh, back to London um, so that he can um, talk to the Lost Boys um, before he leaves and returns to his, his life. And, um, he, um, um, appoints a new, um, uh, successor to, um, lead the Lost Boys. And he, um, decides to, um, choose the, uh, the character of, um, Thudbutt, um, as they're called in the in the film, um, and they're played by, uh, uh, Raushan Hammond, um, and then, uh, Peter leaves, um, and flies back to London, um, then, uh, back in London, we see that, uh, Maggie and Jack, uh, return, they, we, they silently return to their beds, um, not awakening their their mother, uh, Moira, who is um, sleeping in a chair, uh, uh, waiting for their return. And um, moments after this, we see Peter awakening in Kensington Gardens, underneath the same um, statue of him that is erected within... Kensington Gardens and the same statue that I was uh, lucky enough to be able to see just the other day um, and then he looks up and he sees a man who resembles Mr. Smee who appears to be sweeping up sweeping up some empty bottles nearby in the in the uh, the gardens there in the, the park um, and then just above uh, the statue of Peter Pan, Tinkerbell appears and um, bids a tearful farewell to Peter before um, eventually returning to Neverland. Then Peter returns to Wendy's house um, where he uh, um, finds his mobile phone again and then he... Uh, um, he climbs up the um, the drain pipe and goes back into the bedroom. Well, in, actually, when he gets to back to the bedroom, he sees that the the window has been shut, as he had instructed Jack to do before. Uh, but then, when he reunites with his family within the bedroom at Wendy's house, uh, this is when Peter decides to embrace his children um, and fully devote more time to his family um he returns um a bag of marbles to the former lost boy uh tootles which uh, he had been looking for uh, at the beginning of the film um then from this same bag we see that tootles um accidentally or um or, or not so, sprinkles some pixie dust upon him 
and he begins to float and then fly away from um, the bedroom and out of the window. Um, and then um, Peter uh, and his family um, look out the window as they see Tootles uh, fly towards um, Big Ben. Um, the House of Parliament um, before uh, eventually um, heading to the second star on the right um, which uh, would lead him back to Neverland um, and he would be able to be somehow restored um, and have his uh, his youth restored to him um, then Right at the end of the film, uh, Wendy uh, remarks that um, Peter's ventures may truly be over. And this is when Peter um, replies that uh, to live would be an awfully big adventure. And then the film ends uh, on that happy and hopeful and positive note um, basically saying that the adventure isn't over until it's over that life goes on and that no matter how much you've spent your time closed off away from imagination and adventures or no matter how different you think you are or how much you think you have changed over the years you can still reignite um that sense of youthful exuberance and energy and you can fly off and do things and see things and be who you want to be if you choose to do so um and i i love that i love that uh that message um and in fact i love the the entire message of peter pan and um and i, I love that this film um is so highly regarded by so many people um as it has been um in all in all the time since it was released um um and yeah, I think it's one of um, one of Steven Spielberg's best films. Um, he's made some incredible films over the years, and um, I um, think it's is a a great um, a great continuation of the film uh, of the story of Peter Pan, as well as the 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 film the. Uh, the, the 1953 animated Disney film. Um, and of course there have been other um, adaptations of the original story of Peter Pan and Peter and Peter Pan and Wendy over the years. But um, yeah, I think Hook is just one of those films that um, it has a, as I say, it has a, a holds and it will continue to hold a, a very special place in um, the hearts of children, young and old, um, who have either grown up with it or have perhaps only just discovered it. Um, 
and it has so many highlights within it um and one of the the highlights is of course the the musical score by the the great um collaborator of steven spielberg um that is uh, a musical composer john williams um also the performances by dustin hoffman um are wonderful he really does embody the character of captain james hook but um yeah as i said before the, this film is um, a lasting memory to the great robin williams um who as i say is, is my favorite um actor of all time i would have to say um and he just uh yeah he just knocked it out of the park but he he always did and um his films are just um just amazing um and he's sadly missed but um yeah as i say um dustin hoffman great as captain hook um julie roberts also wonderful as tinkerbell uh, bob hoskins was absolutely wonderful as um mr smee and of course the great uh, maggie smith as uh wendy um but yeah so if you've never seen hook um or if you haven't seen hook for a long time then um i would suggest recommend um in no uncertain terms to go and check it out anywhere you can um and enjoy um or as well um pick up a copy of the original story of peter pan the uh the original novel the 1911 novel by jm barry um and enjoy it for the um the the timeless and exquisite um piece of um escapism that it is um and it believe me it will reinvigorate any um sense of um youthfulness and optimism that you um may think is lacking or has been lacking and it will restore you um to being a child and it will uh um give you a great deal of joy as it always does uh me every time i get the chance to enjoy it or any ta- chance i get to enjoy a film um where the the main character the main protagonist is um peter pan and as i say there have men, been many um depictions and adaptations of the the original story over the years but um um i think there's a um there was a 2003 film um called peter pan which i i absolutely loved um but um there's something wonderful also about seeing peter pan um in its original form um that being in a in a play um because that is also something um uh wonderful to behold uh, but yeah, the film Hook um, is also, as I say, a great continuation, a great sequel to the story of Peter Pan. And um, one worth um, checking out if and when you, you can. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we're going to leave it there for now. 
Um, I just want to say thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you like what you heard. And I'll talk to you again soon. Hi, everyone. This is Mark. So I hope you did enjoy what you heard in this episode of the podcast. And uh, if you did and uh, you would like to enjoy more of my content, um, I'm uh, a writer, I'm a poet, and I'm an author. Uh, I've written 11 books of uh, poetry uh, and short stories and uh, short novels. So if you're interested in reading some of my poems, my short stories, or uh, the stories within my novels, then you can check them out online on Amazon or um, from the, the book depository or online at uh, Barnes & Noble. And uh, if you want to check out some of my re- most recent uh, poems, then if you head over to uh, markthepoet.me online, then you can check out some of my most recent poems and also some of the poems that I've written uh, in the past. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I hope you like what you heard and I'll talk to you again soon.